everyone. My name is Carly Ann, and I'm a health and wellness enthusiast who dropped out of grad school to travel the world and discover my real passion and desire for helping others. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm kind of just figuring it out as I go. I'm on an ever-evolving journey that is often messy, unsure, and a bit crazy at times, but I am choosing crazy over easy. Throughout each episode, I hope you find yourself inspired and motivated to love the journey you are on while also learning to appreciate when things feel like somewhat of a hot mess. Thanks again for tuning in. I am your host, Carly Ann, and this is the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. As always, I am so grateful, thankful, and appreciative to have each and every one of you guys here. I just genuinely love continuing to grow this community and definitely, like I've been saying for the last year, just want to dive into it further and figure out ways to expand upon it. Um, So kind of stay tuned for that. And I know I've talked about uh, Zoom calls and all of that, but um, it just continues to blow my mind the connection that I am creating with so many of you via a one-way conversation, if that makes sense. I sit down, I record, I chat about my thoughts, and then the messages that I receive and the emails that I receive, they are just incredible. And I feel as though I've kind of been like holding my podcast back in terms of I don't share it very often. I kind of just keep this community close and tight and um, I'm comfortable with all of you, which might be why I'm nervous (laughs) to expand it and put it out there more. And I think it's just because um, sometimes I fear... Um, I don't know. I fear that, uh, negative feedback or whatever it might be. And, and I, and I think I'm just making that assumption like, oh, maybe something, somebody won't agree. I like to be able to be completely not filtered on here. Um, but I feel like, like without negatives, there aren't positives. So anyways, I just want to expand. So as always, uh, if you guys, if you guys ever think my content or, my Instagram or uh, my podcast, whatever it may be. If you are ever like, oh my gosh, I think you'd like this person, you know, send it to a friend. That is how I would love to grow. Uh, And that's kind of what some of today's topic is about. But I've definitely been in that um, headspace of social media struggle. I've opened up to you guys about it. But I have these incredible places in my life with content, right? My podcast is content and with certain things that just really do fill me up. Um, but I've just kind of been like, oh shoot, how do you play the game of social media when like, I'm not a person to play games. Like I love just being raw and real. So anyways, I just kind of wanted to, um, bring that up. I just got back from a walk actually and was listening to an incredible podcast. I absolutely love Ed Milet and it's an episode with him and Tony Robbins. And I'm only 20 minutes in, um, so I haven't really gotten into it too far, but it's just positive energy, right? Like, you can just tell these two guys are, um, they're made to, like, change people's lives and impact people's lives, and you can just feel it. Do you have those people that just, like, walk into your day and you're like, wow, you brought so much energy into my life or so much light into my day. It's just this positive vibe. And you have other people that you're kind of like, they walk in the door and you're like, ooh, shoot, like what, which, which side of them am I going to get today? And, um, I'm clearly diving right into today's topic, but I think after coming back on my walk, my head is just kind of spinning and I love it. Um, so here you guys are with my, my brain dump, if you will. But it's so funny because I was talking to an old teacher of mine who I've been in touch with for gosh, the last 
I hate to say it, but like 17 years or 15 years, gosh, 16 years since I graduated. Is that how long it's been? Oh, my Lanta. But, um, you know, he is somebody who has always uh, brought my best qualities to my attention. He's somebody who he's like, you bring light to my life and you are somebody who impacts in this way. And it's just such a um, it feels good, right? It feels good when somebody lifts us up. But I think sometimes um, I allow myself to get away from who I who I know I am uh, because of the impact others sometimes make in my life in terms of a negative feedback or um, my own fears. So that is a little bit of what today's topic is about um, in terms of like people who can expand your 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 life and who. Um, just make you see things in a way that you're like, oh gosh, I want to strive for that. And then living a life of abundance. You guys know that this year, or I think I've mentioned it to you guys, my word this year is abundance. Like I just want to lean into the feeling of abundance, whether that's joy, happiness, um, you know, being present. Like I just, abundance just for me kind of encompasses this like, oh, like feeling, feeling like you're living a life of abundance. I feel like that's such a calming feeling for me, a joyful feeling, a happy feeling. Um, so that is what I want to talk about. But again, that kind of just, uh, I just appreciate you guys being a community that I can open up to share about, connect with, but also talk about things in the process. And you guys know, I'm currently doing 75 hard and I have mentioned to you guys how our emotions are our energy in motion. And so I think with walking more and doing yoga and getting back into lifting, I am moving more. And so I'm recognizing more emotions, which I think are eliciting more thoughts. So it's kind of fun to sit down and record each week right now and have these aha moments. Um, sometimes they're kind of complicated before I sit down and record. Um, you guys know, I've also been struggling with a bit of anxiety, this postpartum experience. And so being able to kind of shift some of my mindset. So last night we had a really, really hard night with Caden. He was up from 1.30 until 4.50. Like I'm not even exaggerating. It was completely awake. I ended up crawling in bed with him at 3.45 and he's still in his crib. So that was not very comfortable for me. And it was almost this weird thing. Like Casey helped him out from around 1.30 to 2. I fed Conley at 2 when he woke up. Conley usually wakes up at 4 and it was almost like like God knew I needed him to not wake up at four because I was in bed with Caden. And so Conley gave us a stretch from like 2 a.m. to 6.45. And I was in bed with Caden from 3.30 until 6.20. And it was just this night that was honestly full of struggle. But in that moment, I really tried to intentionally change my mindset away from holy heck, I am so tired and I am so frustrated. I can't understand what my toddler needs. Like those are some of the thoughts I was having because I think that's normal. It's the middle of the night. I haven't had more than three hours of sleep in, you know, four and a half months. But in that moment, I would just try to switch. And I was like, you know what? I have no idea when I'm ever, I don't even remember the last time I crawled into bed with Caden. I know there's going to come a point when he won't need me anymore. And I don't know. I just tried to lean a little bit more into gratitude. So I was like, I have, you know, this, you know, beautiful little child and, um, you know, he needs me and it's not, it's not easy. I'm sure a lot of you guys are moms and there are moments where you're just like, what the actual heck? Like, how is this, what's going to start my day? But I'm working on changing my mindset 
and being more intentional about the thoughts that I'm having because my anxiety has been so bad. So it's hard. I don't think that it's, you know, sometimes I watch people on social media who they're like, oh, switch your mindset from this to this. And you're like, okay, easier said than done. Thank you. But I am definitely on a journey right now. I am working through my anxieties, trying to switch those mindsets trying to work on some of those intrusive thoughts that I do have. And again, postpartum is interesting, right? Like you quite literally have external forces impacting it, whether it's lack of sleep, whether it's breastfeeding that's causing hormonal imbalances. I read somewhere, and I'm sure you guys have seen it on social media, that it it actually is like two years that it takes for our body to, I don't want to use the word recover from giving birth, but to get back to a place of like homeostasis and hormonal uh, balance. And so I'm four and a half months postpartum, not not even, four four months in one week. And so I think I, I obviously don't need to give myself some grace, but I don't want to just sit around and wait for that two-year mark, right? We've talked about waiting is the hardest part, but we can expand and learn and grow in the process of that journey. So with doing 75 hard, I think I'm just kind of in the midst of um, working through new emotions and working through new coping mechanisms and um, processing uh, different mindsets. And I'm like, oh, I've definitely had this mindset a li- little bit more than I would like. And I want to be a light. I want to be somebody that you guys can connect with. But um, yes, through the struggles, but like, let's, I don't want to say laugh through the struggles, but kind of, right? You guys, I always say like, let's appreciate the struggle. Let's, um, you know, appreciate the unexpected, um, embrace the unexpected. And I say these things and now I need to lean into them and believe them a little bit more. So kind of with what I was saying at the beginning of this episode, um, and I talked about it actually on my Instagram story and over on my TikTok, how earlier this week, and I would love to sit down with my sister actually, because her and I are eight years apart. So maybe that will be an episode that we, um, we chat about. But, or that I have her on, but we were talking about how um, Instagram is very curated right now, in my opinion. Not that you have to film like uh, perfect, you know, for a while it was like these reels had to be these perfect transitions and everything had to be very um, uh, like choreographed, if you will. But now it is these like very calming videos that I enjoy day in the life, uh, you know, get ready with me, uh, make my coffee with me. And it's like the leaks of light are coming through the window. You have this perfect coffee corner, just very calming. And I love it. But then I'm like, hold up behind my coffee maker, all my pump parts. I think that there is, is like old spilled coffee still on the little stand that our coffee is sitting on as I'm like making my coffee. I'm like, Oh, I should probably wipe the dust off the top of that. Like these are the things that go through my head. And I'm like, okay, I know I'm not alone in this, but I also, I don't want to use the word can't, but I also struggle to make that curated image because my life is just not curated and clean right now. Um, nor do I know if it'll ever be like, I just have never, like I was sitting in my room this morning and I was like, oh, I love our bedroom. Granted, it is a cluster heck right now. Like we have a tent in there. We have the slumber pot in there and, um, pillows because Casey and I can't figure out what pillows we like. So we have a stack of pillows that, you know, bless his mother. My mother-in-law has brought over and you guys, I'm just sitting there, but like that kind of that noise got deleted because it's just my like calm place right now. I love the pink color and I love our bed and the white bedding. And even though people are like, how do you keep it white with dogs? I don't, I, I don't at all. It's a slight tinge of yellow, (laughs) but there's something about my room that does bring me calmness. Um, but to others, it might be like, Oh girl, you know, 
why do you have a stack of clothes in the corner or, or whatever it might be. So I was talking to my sister and we were talking about how social media, it's these like beautiful, calming days in the life. And that's just not where I am at. And so it was interesting because I was telling her, I was like, that is what Instagram is pushing right now. That is what social media is pushing. TikTok, uh, Pinterest has always been a little bit more curated in my opinion, but it's hard when I genuinely thrive on connection and I want to grow. I want to grow my community. I don't want to be validated by numbers. And I think it's very easy to fall victim of that. I have transitioned a lot over the last, what has it been, six, seven years of me having social media. I get that my following has grown and changed and evolved. I have grown and changed and evolved. And so sometimes it's hard when my following has come from certain seasons of life. And I get it. We move on. I have people who I used to follow avidly. And now I'm like, oh gosh, I haven't really looked at their content in two years. So I totally understand that. But it can be easy to fall victim of like, oh shoot, that's that that makes me feel a little bit sad when I lose followers or like, oh gosh, I didn't get as much um, uh, engagement on that post or on that story that I would have hoped for. Like those are the things that my mind definitely falls victim of. And that is why I think right now I'm like, oh, I just want to keep my, my podcast community tight knit because I trust you guys and um, I'm nervous to expand it. But then I also know that I am more of a long form content person. I am way better at connecting with people when I can talk and show more of the behind the scenes, Um, or I guess you can't see things, but from an emotional and mental perspective. And even when I like send DMs back to people, I connect, I send voice messages and sometimes I send three minutes of voice messages and that's how I connect. That is me. So I need to lean into that more. I need to lean into that gift. I need to allow myself to shine my light via that way. Um, and that's the part of myself that I love. So it's hard when I'm like, oh, I'm not getting, I'm not doing great on social media based off of their, um, their numerical values, right? Does that make sense? Like I'm not gaining followers or getting the likes or whatever, but at the end of the day, I'm trying to lean into what fulfills me and I don't want it to be likes or follows. Uh, we chatted about if your love language is words of affirmation, um, we are validated oftentimes through words and attention kind of, right? And so for me, I'm like, oh, I don't want to open up social media and be validated through strangers. A lot of you guys, I, I don't want to call strangers because it's such an incredible community, but Instagram is a little, definitely a, a different world, right? You guys are here coming over from a separate platform and you're invested. And I think that that is such an incredible thing. So it was interesting talking to my sister. She was like, well, a lot of us, want to watch this curated content because it's a life that we are striving for when maybe our current life is a little bit of a mess and so it's nice for an escape. Granted, again, my sister is eight years younger than me. She does not have kiddos. So it was really enlightening to see her perspective of she was saying how she follows these these girls that get up at you know 4 30 in the morning. They're at the gym at five. They get to the gym before work. Then they work their eight to five, whatever it is. And she said for her it's allowed her to kind of process like, oh, I'm not putting forth X, Y, and Z effort. And she has now created routines based off of these people she follows. So she'll wipe down her kitchen before the night's over, shut everything down, get all of her stuff ready for the gym in the morning so that she can wake up at 4.30, get to the gym by 5 or 5.30 so she can come home and shower before she has to go to the office. So she said for her, this curated content has actually allowed her to make positive changes in her life because it has shown her that somebody else 
can do it. Somebody else is um, showing her a relaxing, not hectic way of making that work, right? And I was like, oh, that's such a great outlook. I've never thought of it that way. But I told her, I was like, I just feel like I cannot be like, and not that these individuals are being disingenuous, like they are showing where they are at. I am just not there. And so when I was talking to a lot of you guys on Instagram, a lot of you guys connected with like, oh gosh, no, I like seeing the struggle. I like seeing the realness. I like knowing that I'm not alone. So that is the energy for me. I want to show real life, but not from a place of like, oh my gosh, you guys, I'm such a struggle. I can't get things put together. I can't figure things out. And so she was saying, she was like, oh, maybe share more of 75 hard to show other people like you can do it. You can show up for yourself. Um, And I want to, I don't know what it is that I'm holding back with showing on Instagram. I love just talking about it here, but I also think that I'm on such a individual journey right now, working through, excuse me, working through a lot of my postpartum struggles, Um, whether it's relationship, whether it's with Caden, whether it's with myself, whether it's with my businesses. So I think I'm leaning into this more just for something I need and I like reflecting on with all of you. But one thing that I thought was interesting when I was talking to my sister is a lot of people, you got my word is abundance, right? I want to live this abundant life. I want to feel abundance in so many areas. And I feel like I love watching people win. Does that make sense? Like I love watching others live a life of abundance. I can feel it through the screen when somebody is leaning into joy and leaning into happiness and leaning into their journey whether it's hectic whether it's a mama that's like look at this hot mess over here but like you can just sense that they are positive and energetic and I feel like they are showing this life of abundance and I don't know about a lot of you guys but I feel like sometimes it can be really hard to not lean into the struggles and let it kind of suck the life out of us as opposed to leaning into this abundance it's like we almost feel like we have to have a scarcity mindset if we are struggling. You guys, I think Caden, he's home right now. I'm recording and I'm in my closet. So if I just heard him running. So if he comes in, I'm sorry. But um, I think a lot of us feel like we have to, or maybe not have to, we unfortunately have this scarcity mindset because we're like, oh gosh, we can't have this abundant mindset until we have X, Y, and Z. So that means we are living in scarcity. And this does not have to be financial at all. This can be emotional. This can be physical, right? You, We have a scarcity mindset for our workout because we only have the 10 pound dumbbells, right? You, oh gosh, my workouts are not going to be as great as I want them to be until I have X, Y, and Z. So it's this scarcity mindset as opposed to, oh, awesome. I found this great workout. I get to complete it because I have these 10 pound dumbbells. So it's not even switching from a negative mindset to a positive necessarily. But for me, I'm like, oh, I love the word abundance. And like I said at the beginning, it just is a word that fills me up. So I feel like instead of telling myself, oh, Carly, you know, let's switch from that negative mindset to that positive mindset. It's just like, oh, let's look at this with maybe some more passion, maybe some abundance, find that joy. And, you know, I feel like even for a while, Casey was, you know, he was making excuses into his workout because we didn't have a squat rack or we didn't have X, Y, and Z, or we didn't have whatever. And it was, again, this scarcity mindset of, oh, we didn't have, we don't have. And at one point it was, oh, we don't even have a dumbbell or we don't have resistant bands or we don't have, you know, whatever in that moment. Once we get those things, sometimes it's that next thing, right? So 
maybe you have the Peloton bike and, oh, well, I'll reach that goal once I get the Peloton uh, treadmill. Or maybe you have the resistance bands, but, oh, you know, I'll, I'll start that program once I get the dumbbells. It's this scarcity mindset of, oh, we don't have it, but let's lean into what we do have and maybe focus on abundance. And I think right now with me, I'm definitely struggling with wanting to expand my businesses, wanting to lean more into you guys, into this community. And I keep talking about doing the Zoom call, all these things, but I'm looking at it as a scarcity mindset of, oh, I don't have the time. I don't have the help. I don't have the energy. But looking at it from an abundance perspective of, I have this incredible community who understands and who is excited for more to come. Let me lean into the time I do have and grow from there, right? Let me ask my community to do things for me, share my podcast, share my 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 page with those that would um, appreciate it and uh, connect with it. Like, let's lean into the abundance of what I do have. And I have you guys. I have this incredible community. And so, Sometimes abundance can seem materialistic, right? It can seem like, oh, abundance is having a lot of things. But I think it can also be about feeling a lot of things and leaning into what we do have in our life. And so, you know, in the conversation with my sister, I was like, gosh, you know, let's start living a life of abundance rather than scarcity. Like, why do I, me, like, why do I love watching others live a life of abundance, but I feel like I'm not allowed to show that. Like, I feel like sometimes I'm not allowed to show the joys and the triumphs because I don't want to feel like I'm boasting about something or like, um, like for instance, a couple years ago, I bought my Tahoe. I bought a car and I was so proud of myself. I had purchased a car in college and had, you know, it was, you guys, it was ridiculous. I had a Hummer and I had the biggest car payment of my life. Like when I left for Club Med, I literally, like I made $700 a month and I made $200 a month because my car payment, and you guys, this was college. So a $500 car payment, like I was nannying up the yin yang to pay for my car, but it was just like, I have to have this car, right? Your girl ended up selling it. I absolutely loved it. But it, my, my, my parents were like, we're not helping you with this. This is a toy. Like they, they were just like, you're going to learn. And my, my car was learning a couple years ago. I bought like Casey with bless his heart. He's just, he is a man that lives with like abundance. Like I'm sitting here in our closet, like staring at his shoe collection, but, like everything is, um, in its original box. And for me that, that even shows abundance, right? Like that's like taking care of your things and having joy for your items. And so he helped me with selling my, my, um, my Hummer. And then I actually borrowed a car for a year so that I could put money away and, um, we wanted to make sure we were out of certain debt before I purchased the Tahoe. You guys, I was so proud of myself and so excited. And yes, I had a car payment again, but it was the mom mobile. I was pregnant with Kaden, our rainbow baby. And it was just like these things that I had manifested. Like I'd always written down like, oh, I want a Tahoe or I want a Denali or a Yukon. Like, I don't know why those are just the big SUVs that I wanted. And I felt like I wasn't allowed to share it with anybody because I felt like it was like boasting about it or I felt like it like wouldn't be considered an achievement because I always get worried that somebody's going to be like oh well you know so and so helped you with that or oh my gosh you're just showing off because of money you made from but I don't know you guys my head went always goes to these negative places when I worked so dang hard for that car you guys I remember the day I like I we picked it up 
and I drove it over to my parents' house. I was so proud of myself for like sitting down with Casey and it was our first purchase together. Like we were still renting our home. We had never made like a, we'd owned a business together, but we had to have co-signers on that. Like this was our first purchase together. And I remember driving it down my parents' driveway and I was uh, eight months pregnant. And it was just this like, like I could, I get emotional about it because I was so proud of myself, but I felt like I couldn't share it because for some reason I feel as though I'm not allowed to live a life of abundance. Um, And to be completely honest with you guys, I feel like I can. I think a lot of people think that I, my parents have worked extremely hard in their life. And when I was younger, like uh, when I was a child, um, we lived a very, like a much, much different life. Uh, it was, you know, the off brand cereals and, you know, just, and I, I didn't know anything different. I absolutely loved it. My parents would never, you know, finances were not a topic of conversation, but I have taken what they have taught me and I've worked really, really hard in my life and they have been incredible with helping me in certain aspects, but I genuinely have gotten like Casey and I wouldn't be where we are without both of our parents. I can fully say that they have been emotionally supportive. They've helped us financially in certain aspects, but there are so many things that I've done a thousand percent on my own and I feel like I have to justify it, which has made me not be able to lean into abundance, if that makes sense. Um, because I feel as though I'm not allowed to have it because people have their assumptions. So it's so hard sometimes when I see these things on social media and it's, I'm so excited for these people. One of my girlfriends posted this morning that she got, went out and bought her mom car. She has, they have their baby girl and she's like sharing it all over the place. Cause she is so excited. And like, you feel that excitement and like, she has no, like no reservations of, of anything. She went out and traded in her car and bought her her mom, her mom car. And it's like, as a community, you get excited, but for some reason, and maybe some of you guys listening, it's like, you don't share certain things with your family. Like you're excited about it, but you don't share about it because you don't know how they're going to process it. But like, what if you walked into the room with pure excitement and like they shared in that abundance with you, right? Like you have a huge life change coming up and you are so excited about it but you're nervous to tell people because of how they're going to react or how how they're going to perceive something. But I feel like if we just approach it with that energy of we are excited, we are happy, we feel abundant, like that is awesome, right? Whenever somebody shares something on social media, like a person that I love, I get excited for them. I get excited for my friends for beautiful things happening in their life. I share in their emotion. And so I feel like if some of us can maybe switch our mindset from to abundance um, as opposed to scarcity. So the next time you go downstairs and I want to put in air quotes, all you have are workout bands, switch that around and be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get in the best workout with these workout bands. I am going to shorten up my rest period. I'm going to increase my reps and this is going to burn. Like switch that up and focus on it from a place of abundance of what you do have. Um, and again, a lot of us are mamas. I know that. And sometimes there are moments where you're like, oh, today has been a full day of SHIT, literally, like whether your child is sick or whatever, and it can be hard. And I feel like that is my fine line where I'm like, I want to live a life of abundance, but also reality. Um, but going back to what my sister was saying about curated images and curated lives, one thing I was listening to a while ago, and you guys know I always say, especially when it comes to like health and fitness, we don't want to necessarily copy and paste somebody else's life, right? Like we want to have our own life. But if you have these people in your life that you follow, 
I hope maybe I am one of those people. I want to lean into it more, but they expand your uh, your thoughts. They expand the way you think you can live your life. They expand how you think that you can parent or show up for yourself in health and fitness or in your business. Allow these people to be what is considered an expander. It doesn't mean you have to copy and paste what they are doing to experience what they have. And I think that's a big thing. I think sometimes you see these people who say, hey, you know, don't follow this person because you want to have the life that they have. No, like don't copy and paste, but allow them to be an expander for you. Allow them to help you strive to want to live that life that maybe are there, there are some elements that they share about their life or their routine that you love. My sister, for instance, saying that she has these individuals she follows that they clean up their kitchen before they go to bed and they uh, you know, get things ready for the gym. She's not necessarily copy and pasting. She's allowing them to expand her limit, her limited mindset of maybe not being able to get up and go to the gym before work. They're now expanding her mindset to be, oh, I can do that. I'm going to clean up my kitchen, get certain things ready for the day, and then I'm going to do this. So for instance, for me, I've watched other people do 75 hard and it has intimidated me, but now I'm looking at it as oh, I can take certain things that they've done, but allow their process to expand my outlook on what this can do for my life, right? So I think that that's another awesome way to look at things because we have people we look up to. And I know I do too. I fall victim of following some of these bloggers and people that I'm like, oh, maybe I could do that. Oh, maybe I could do that. Oh, would that be interesting if I did that? Would people like that? And I'm like, wait, Carly, don't copy and paste because it's just in the end, not me. I would love to do DIY stuff around my house, but you know what? I like I I'm left-handed. The girl does not have the creative side of the brain. I don't know what it is. Um, my creativity comes through through this through um, communication and finding new ways to connect with people. That's where I want to expand on my communication or my um, creativity. But just because I'm seeing them do these beautiful projects, and I would love to be able to sh- have my life be that way. I don't need to copy and paste, but I can look at their beautiful final product and be like, oh, that's going to expand my outlook on maybe what I can do in my closet by asking for somebody to come help me do it, (laughs) hiring somebody one day. But anyways, I want you guys to look at it that way. If you have influencers, bloggers, um, people that you look up to, fitness, uh, you know, coaches, whomever, don't feel like you need to copy and paste. Don't feel like you can't succeed because you can't copy and paste look at what they are doing, look at what they have achieved, and look at them as expanders. Allow them to grow your outlook, your mindset, your feelings around a goal that you might have or around a lifestyle you might want. It's not going to look identical, but it can expand how you know that you can achieve it. So let that allow you to be like, oh, I'm going to take a few of these little tidbits here and I'm going to apply it to me and we're going to do this. So now they are turning into an expander for you as opposed to something that you're just going to be like, oh shoot, I can never live the life that they're living. Let's flip it. Allow it to be a positive. You don't have to copy and paste. We shouldn't copy and paste. We are unique individuals and they can expand your outlook. So um, that is all I have for you guys today. That is definitely what I am working on in the moment. I am working on hopefully being an expander for you guys and um, helping you guys on your journey. But again, 
let's relate to each other. It doesn't have to be a copy and paste. And then leaning into abundance as opposed to scarcity, because we should be damn proud of some of the things that we are doing in life, some of the things that we have in life, some of the steps that we are trying to trying to take and the achievements we are working towards. Um, let's celebrate in those moments and live that life of abundance as opposed to scarcity, because we don't have to wait for the end goal in order to feel abundance. Um, let's you know chip away at it as as we go. So I appreciate you all. Um, as always, um, show notes, links. I appreciate you guys' support on every realm. And I just feel like I'm slowly kind of coming to the top of the hill where I'm like, okay, I'm on my way up. Things are figuring out in terms of how I can show up more for you guys and create a closer community because it just, I feel like it's there. We're there, you guys. We're figuring it out, but I'm not going to get down on myself for not having it figured out yet. But, um, we are going to figure out a way to connect even further. So I love you all. Appreciate you. Make it a great day and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Your continued support means more than you know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast, as well as screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. I would like to thank each and every one of you, as well as my editor and producer, Michael, for making this podcast possible. I appreciate each of you so much. And if you'd like to know more about me or follow me on other social medias, you can find me on all platforms at Carly Andel. Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.